0: Okay, now Donald Trump is the president-elect. He will be the next president of the United States, and Democrat whiners are going to be yelling, popular vote, popular vote, popular vote for the next four years. Well, I did some research today. I did it for a Bortscast. I never have the time to do it all in these commentaries. Did some research on the Electoral College. And Article 2 of our Constitution, which sets forth how we elect a president. So listen up, you're going to learn something here you probably did not realize. I mean, after all, it's not like they're teaching civics and the Constitution in government schools anymore. Article 2 says that it is the electors who vote for president. Nobody else. The electors do it. How are the electors chosen, you ask? Well, good question. And the Constitution says the electors for each state can be chosen pretty much any way the state legislature wants them to be chosen. No, you don't have to allow the people to vote on them. As a matter of fact, In the 1800s, there were several presidential elections where state legislatures just appointed the electors and didn't even allow the citizens to have a vote on the matter. Well, so much for your right to vote that you've been learning about in government schools. If the legislature in Georgia wanted to make the managers of the various Buckhead Life restaurants the electors, it would be perfectly free to do so. And they'd probably do a good job. History lesson is over in the Solomon Brothers Studios, Arizona. This is Neil
1: Bortz. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.